On this off-season episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I break down all the massive news that came uh, right before free agency started. We got a lot of news, one or maybe two, about his Packers. We're going to talk all about that as well as around the league. All right, let's go. Episode of Third and Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Osjoy, as always by my co host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, this is where I normally ask how you're doing. I think I know the answer. See, I hate it because whenever I'm doing good, you don't ask. You, no. just, you just assume because <laughs> well, I know doing good. Yeah. But I, I never get to be like, Adam, I'm doing great. I feel like that's part of why I'm so negative is yeah. that I only get to tell you when I'm upset yeah. and I'm very happy. Yeah. So, what came with that? We were recording this as we do normally on Wednesdays. Um, but what came on Tuesday, so yesterday for us, if you're listening to this on publishing day, two days ago, yep. uh, Aaron Rodgers announced that he is staying in green Bay and will sign a multi-year extension. The full details are, we're still waiting on, um, saw the, a number, the, the woke mob leaked the details yeah, saw, and they were disputed, saw a number thrown out with a four year, $200 million contract extension, which is, would make him the highest paid. Yeah. Um, and and also with that, um, Devonte Adams was being franchise tagged. So, yeah. So, so which is not a big shock. I mean, that one there, it's a domino thing. So he saw one with the other. You know, it all yeah. depended on Rodgers. Yeah. And so you know, these two big pieces of news definitely linked. And obviously, the biggest one has to be Rodgers. Yep. And we still don't know right now all of the finer details of the contract in terms of we talked about. You know, he's kind of saying, okay, maybe the two hundred number isn't quite where it's going to end up and all that stuff. And even if it is hypothetically like 200 million, four years, yeah. that can look a lot of different ways. Right. That can be like one year and maybe another one with two void years at the end, or it could be a full, you know, structured in a way where he's going to play the whole four years yeah. and it's more expectant of that. So it, it really remains to be seen how long of a long-term fix this is, you know, between the two parties, but he will for sure be back next year. Um, and probably the year after that. Yep. And we are getting this out of the way now and hopefully structuring it, even though it's a huge, massive deal mm -hmm. in a way that does help the, uh, the cap situation yeah. going into this year. And, and the, the reason, you know, you see four years and so Aaron Rodgers 38 by the time, you know, before the season ends next year, he'll be 39. And so he, yeah. it's likely that he, will he play out the full four year extension? Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, it just depends on at that point. Anytime a quarterback gets near that 40 number, unless their name is Tom Brady, yeah. they could retire anytime, just depending on what they want to do. Every well, and depending different. on how the season ends, you right. pull a Peyton Manning or something like yeah. that. And I think that, I mean, this is kind of, I'm going to take a little victory lap here for a second. I mean, you were doom and gloom for that's, uh, for that's, the majority of that's it. That's where the victory lap is coming from. <laughs> so I said on our last episode two weeks ago yeah. that I had a, I had a hot take prediction that Rodgers wouldn't be a Packer next year. Yep. And you immediately, your your radar went off and you were like, are reverse you trying jinx. to reverse yeah. jinx? Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, Ab absolutely yeah, not, no. not, not, I think I partially denied. Yeah. 
You, you dance around the question like yeah. Aaron Rodgers likes to do in press conferences about his immunization. Yeah, and, and, and I'm here today to tell you that I was reverse jinxing <laughs> it. The universe is an idiot, and I beat it. Ew. And so you realize you, 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 it looks like you're going to have a win. And then you just, you, you say something again, where you're just like, you're setting yourself up for future failure. Like you're cursing the universe. There, there is, nothing, and there is still so much at play. There is nothing I like more than spiking the ball in the one yard. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. You're it's literally Deshaun Jackson running. <laughs> you're like, I'm good. And then you just throw the ball behind you. Like, it's just, I oh, mean, it was pretty easy to trick the universe. And I really feel like the universe should just kind of, take a break and maybe just let me have a year where things actually get all the way to working out because that seems like what the plan is where, you know, I kind of talked about the Rogers extension or whatever you want to call it. It, it helps the Packers cap situation to a place where it it sounds dumb to say, run it back when you didn't win the Super Bowl, but they, they can run it back and then some, yeah. hopefully. And, well, the thing is, what's hard, because the Packers are one of the many teams um, that were over the cap. The Packers, though, I think at one, I think they were, uh, when the season ended, maybe like projected 70. Yeah, we were over. very over. So very cap. over. So yeah. they had a lot of maneuvering that needed to be done. And they still had the big, you know, big ticket items of Rodgers and Devontae. What's going to happen with them? You know, Devontae was franchise tagged, but that doesn't mean that's like, you know, it's still going to be money on the on the cap it's still gonna be money on the cap it's which not is gonna, gonna be 20.1 yeah and it's still gonna be a significant amount of money but yeah. significantly less than a top of market wide receiver deal. oh yeah for sure which is what he was wanting and so um it looked like they and they were still working on a long-term deal but it looks like that didn't happen um which so the franchise tag is you know obviously used and in this case it, it's, it's a band-aid it, yeah it's it's cheaper on the immediate cap but it, it, you could run the situation like the Cowboys had with Dak where they can't keep doing it or what yeah. the, what the uh, Washington team did with Kirk and they couldn't end up keep doing it. Cause it's going to be very like astronomically expensive. Yeah. So it, it's a bandaid solution, but in this grand scheme of things, the way I look at it, like this, this move, this parlay of moves, it's great for green Bay in the short term. Yeah. Could result though in a very big fall off after a couple of years. It could result in a big fall off after a couple of years. And I think what the team is focused on now seems to be, you know, okay, there's a, there's a lot of talk and you can kind of, it's almost easy to forget that Aaron Rodgers is the back to back NFL MVP. Yeah. Like that is, that is so not nothing. Like that is huge. He's playing really well. So they, he gives them the best chance to win for at least the next couple of years mm-hmm. easily. And that comes partnered together with, he's got one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL right there with him. And so anything that they can do creatively from an organizational standpoint with things like the franchise tag and whatever Rogers deal ends up being to keep those two guys there. I mean, Aaron Jones is kind of also part of that. And there's other pieces in play here, yeah. but those two are the ones that were kind of up this year. And now that those are secured to some degree, we can really start to kind of, okay, you know, Razul Douglas, Devondre Campbell, yeah. and it, extend and Jair Alexander. What it's looking, what it's looking yeah. like, I know Razul Douglas has been vocal since the season that he wanted to come back. Yeah. But what's looking like he's not going to be a main priority for the Packers front office. And a lot of teams are going to be throwing a lot of dollars at him. And so 
that that's a you know a question mark. There's a lot of guys like I do I well, yeah, think... and I don't view I don't view Douglas as like a make or break the same right. way. Like we don't have a guy like Campbell. I still view healthy Jair above a guy like Douglas. I love Douglas. Mm-hmm. He's he was awesome this last year, but but also his his big thing was interceptions, which is a stat like turnovers. Yeah. I mean, which is it is a turnover. It's not a sticky stat. It, it's not. It doesn't. It, you can't really use that as correlating year to year to year. You know, yeah. unless your guy is like J.C. Jackson, who just gets seven or six interceptions every year which is yeah crazy. But, but i i just find myself picturing you know a 2022 secondary with jair stokes and douglas yeah and kevin king gets to go to a farm somewhere and we never talk about him again which might happen regardless just because yeah. i mean yikes but uh, yeah, and so other guys like that. I mean, I know MVS and Lazard are also free agents. And the Smiths are probably Zadarius, Zadarius is almost for sure gone. is yeah. the biggest cap like cap casualty. Um, it, you know, there's there's other people on the team. Like it, it's it while they're going to be running it back with the the two main key spots of Rodgers and Adams, which you can win a lot of games with that. But at the same time, like it will this team overall be as strong as the 2021 team? Probably not. But the NFC got weaker, so it might not be needed. Um, well, the NFC got weaker, and you know, even though this isn't any sort of kind of prediction about the Vikings long term, mm-hmm. the Vikings are in a state of change right now, yeah, where you don't expect them to come out necessarily firing next season. Yeah. The Bears are also in a state of change and less talented, and the Lions are still the Lions, yeah. so it's like. I think Rodgers, I'm sure he wanted to come back. I think things are better between him and the organization now than they were a year ago. I yeah. think that, you know, some of those fences have been mended. And I think also he kind of looked around and to a certain degree, if you look at Denver, which we'll talk about, yep. that is a much tougher scenario to win. Yeah. When you look at your division, well, you look at the, the conference, conference as yeah, a whole. For sure. Yeah. And so I think that kind of cooler heads prevailed and he looked at his situation and thought, you know, everyone that Rogers is friends with in the league is on the Packers. Like there's nobody out there that he really wants to play with that he can't play with right now. And so, well, you know, he, he is sadly because of their golfing, you know, how much they golf in the off season and the term celebrity or pro athlete or pro-am tournaments they do uh-huh. him and adam thielen are actually like pretty close uh, which you I, see you always see I them choose like to ignore that no together. that doesn't count so there's he that. hates him he just has to for the cameras <laughs> that's um yeah because we we know aaron Rodgers will play nice for the cameras well, we, he, we don't know that my response to that is that look in the last 12 months we have learned that i don't agree with aaron Rodgers on all of his <laughs> opinions like i hoped and dreamed i did you know, in yesteryear. So yeah. if he likes Adam Thielen, that's, that's okay. Because I don't. Yeah. We, yeah, we know. <laughs> um, and so like, yeah, from a football standpoint, Aaron Rodgers staying with green Bay made the most sense. Like it, 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 it just with the way the division, with the way the conference, the current infrastructure with the team, like, I mean, every, everything pointed at that, that made the most sense from a football standpoint. It just, what we didn't, what most people didn't know was behind closed doors and what you, you get little bits and pieces, but we were, we don't know the true story at all. We don't really know what's being said in the relationships that are actually mending or fracturing. Yeah. Um, and so like, I, I'm not shocked personally that he's staying. Like I, it was one of those situations, like I'll believe it when I see it. And I was going into 2022 as well as last year that he's going to be the quarterback of Green Bay Packers. I mean, it just, I, I don't see him going anywhere else. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people 
you know, just on various shows and things like that saying that they didn't think he was going to be. But I think recently the consensus has been that this is kind of, this is the direction that things have been moving. And this is where people expected Mm -hmm. this, this situation to resolve. And I, I'm happy I was wrong. (laughs) I mean, I really did think that it was a possibility. I was also doing a reverse jinx, but like, I really thought that like there was a pretty decent chance he was gone. I, I, the only way I saw him not being the quarterback for Green Bay Packers was he retired. Like, you know, whether that's he comes but, back or but not. He, but like, he wasn't going to retire because then he'd have to go into the Hall of Fame with Tom. I mean, and he'd never do that. But that I He think, would never, ever do let, that. Let's be real. Between the two of them, if they both of them retired, between the two of them, one of them would come back and play. Uh, may, maybe. And, there, and there's always a possibility with that. But it was like, I never looked at his retirement as a realistic possibility, as silly as it sounds, because he would have to, you know, go to the Hall of Fame with Tom Brady. And Ben Roethlisberger. Which you make it. I mean, imagine you, you sharing make it that seem stage. like he hates Tom, like you hate Tom. No, 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 no. But like that's not. But like <laughs> you're he, saying, he needs. But he to doesn't want to be like the second attention. best player. Yeah. You oh, know, so you admit in in that year. I I mean, yeah, he want he doesn't want to <laughs> yeah. be like the second to last speech or whatever. Yeah. He wants to be. He the wants guy, to be the headliner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers hates attention, <laughs> but in a much more real sense, he he, he kind of likes it. it. Yeah. He needs it. <laughs> just like he needs to have his hair long for some no there there some better reason. be something in the contract about like you get an you extra million hair if you just cut your fucking head. <laughs> it's so gross oh but yeah so i don't i don't know i mean is what it is i was already it's not like i'm Wear, disappointed my aaron Rodgers shirt today in oh, celebration he's doing the belt but also orange which coincidentally it's, is, it's the, like, is the it's color like burnt yellow it's that's that's orange no, if anything, I'm wearing a orange. blue hat. I mean, what are you gonna blue and orange? What team is that? Oh, my oh god. god, there we go. <laughs> Subconsciously, you even knew it was gonna be them. Justin Fields jersey is in the mail. Oh, I was thinking more of the Broncos, but it, it sucks because the Justin Fields jerseys they get delivered and the delivery actually moves too slow, and so you don't get them for a while <laughs> because everything's just moving so slow. Yeah, the and then when they get slow. delivered to you, a 300 pound guy knocks you in the next week. Yeah, the game is so slow, but so are all also. A or his reads so you know it's just it's a good combination there with justin fields um all right other one of the other many news uh this actually happened on monday good start to the week a good primer this, this was like the whoa crazy news <laughs> yeah. on monday before yeah. everything else happened. happened so calvin ridley who if you follow the nfl you know that he was set to have a big breakout year his first year fully without julio jones um supposed to put up a lot of big numbers, but yep. then missed half the season due to injury and or taking time away from mental health. Yeah. Um, and it was announced that he has been suspended for at least all of 22, um, 2022 for gambling on NFL games last year. I have, uh, I have conflicting feelings about this because this, this news prompted NFL Twitter to explode yeah. with the list of, this player punched this woman and this player assaulted this person and, yeah. and you know, less games than Ridley got. Yeah. And I agree that that is fucked up. And, but that doesn't, that doesn't change the fact no. that Ridley did gamble. I mean, you definitely know you're not supposed to, you definitely know it's against the rules. And even though there's some, some shades of gray in this situation, in terms of he wasn't playing, he was away from the field. Mm-hmm. Goodell is going to use this. This is like the first high profile NFL gambling thing in like 20 years, at least like it's been a long time yeah. since anyone got caught doing this. Yep. And the first guy that gets caught doing it is going to have 
the hammer absolutely dropped on his head because mm -hmm. it's an example. It's saying, hey, everybody, even if you have these little shades of gray in the scenario, it doesn't matter. Don't do this. And it sucks for Ridley. I mean, I don't think it's proportionate, but I think it's not surprising. But like, it's one of those things where, let's be honest, uh, Calvin Ridley is not the only player in the NFL gambling on NFL games. He's the only one like, doing it on his phone. Yeah, he's the only one doing it with like <laughs> himself. Like everyone else. Yeah. Like there are so many ways around but, gambling. But when you like get, how to do it, when you get caught yeah. doing it, yeah, it's all about the public image. And for better or for worse, having players assault people doesn't hurt the NFL's image no. as much as gambling does because it impacts kind of the it, the trust in the raise, faith yeah it the raises sport. the question of like possibilities of fixing games or shaving yeah. points i mean it's the, it's the reason why pete rose unjustifiably is not is never going to be in the hall of, uh, mlb hall of fame like it just yeah. he never bet against his teams but at the same time it was still not allowed and he's never going to be allowed in the hall of fame and like ridley i'm not saying he's a hall of famer but this is a tarnishing on his reputation well and this now is like it's not career ending, no. but when you step away from the game for like half the season, basically out of nowhere, yeah. you know, no, no warning. You just kind of like, I yeah. need to, I need to step away, which is well within his right. We're not here to judge people for taking time for their mental health, but at the same time that happens. And now you're suspended for at least a year, maybe more. I mean, probably the, the, the way they said it was at least a full season. Yeah. He so can it's appeal like, in like it, next it could February be, it could be more. Like yeah. we don't know. And, <laughs> and, and so you lose basically like a full year and a half of your, you know, the beginning of your career where you're kind of setting the market to get your big payday after that. I mean, which he's 27. Yeah. He's going to be 28 by the end of next year. That is, you have one more like contract if you're a receiver. And it's typically. not like a huge, like long-term contract. It's no, like it's several usually, years yeah, for a couple, like three to four years yeah. max. Yeah, and and I just I I couldn't help but laugh at the the stat where they you know Kelvin Ridley gambled fifteen hundred dollars and lost, lost like eleven point eight yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Jesus. all time like terrible yeah. bet my god how did you do this <laughs> yeah I I just like he's owning up to it but at the same time it's like dude like, was it worth it clearly he, not he also shouldn't have tweeted about it you should no. never tweet about it when you're in trouble you yeah. should just put your phone away um. I mean, he didn't make it like noticeably worse, but he just made the story larger. It made it seem like it. all I got was like, he didn't really realize why he's being punished. And I'm like, that to me looks like he could be doing it again. Yeah. Like it just, well, and it's like, if you are going to like, cause he's like, Oh, well more time for me to rehab and get back to work. And it's like, that's, yeah, it's not the point of it, man. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. It just seems like everyone knows you're not supposed to do that. And he was so not sneaky about it that I do question if he even knew. Yeah. So, like, I mean, where do the Falcons go from here down? So, like, they <laughs> the thing is, they're in a division that's that also that's bad. very up in the air. And they're but their receiver depth is currently like Russell Gage and Olamide uh, Zacchaeus. No, and no, I, he's gone. But I like think. both those guys, yeah. like they're not sure comebacks. Yeah. So like, I mean, their their next guy, basically, I mean, they have Kyle Pitts and Mike Davis, but Cordero is unsigned. Like they're yeah. an aging Matt Ryan. They do have the eighth pick in the draft, so like they 
they can draft. It's very deep looking like a deep. I mean, if I were them, I would, I would take a receiver. But like they have so many other holes. So yeah. it's like I, <laughs> they have so many other holes, but they at least have humans to put in those yeah. holes that allegedly play that position. Whereas right. they literally don't have wide receivers. I know. Like I don't. I don't know who Matt Ryan, who still has stuff in the tank. Like he's not bad by any means. I mean, he won an MVP. You know, yes, now going to be what seven years ago, but. It, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan, approximately 60 years old. Yeah. So like, I mean, he's still got a couple like another year or two. And I feel so, like you age double in, in Atlanta, you know, like, probably, like post like yeah. 28 to three. I think all those years after yeah. that should be double. Yeah. Like look at Kyle Shanahan. He looks so much older. Yeah. He, he got away. He still looks old. Um, so I don't, I mean, I have no idea where the Falcons go and they are in a division that could be the worst in football. So it's not like they're a, out of a chance of winning the division, will they get get their doors blown off in the playoffs? Probably, but you know, you get in the dance, you never know. So I don't, I don't know where they go. I wouldn't be shocked if they take a receiver at eighth, just because all the, like the top game breaking, you know, tackles or edge rushers or Kyle Hamilton, the safety are gone. So I would yeah. think a receiver probably would. Go. I, I think we could look at some, uh, some, some trademark. Darnold domination in the uh, NFC South. They're, he stays gonna... in division. And they're just like, fuck it. We want to go against him <laughs> like twice. Whoever gets him. So disrespectful. Darnold v. Jameis. The typically, heavyweight battle no one typically wanted. Typically, you only see teams trading a qu- their quarterback to like the opposite conference, the other conference. And no, but the, nope. Carol- the Panthers are like, you stay in house, stay in the division. We want to face you twice a year. <laughs> um. All right. That's, that's what I got for that. So this was the blockbuster move here of trading wise. Uh, well, we have two quarterback trades. Um, I was wrong on this one. I predicted that he'd stay put. I thought it was all like smoke screens. I, I think if we're calling one, I think the blockbuster trade would be the second one. This one would be like the Netflix trade. I'm talk- I, I feel like this is an outdated, like, you know, metaphor you're using. Are you? Oh, I guess <laughs> I thought you, it really took you I, a second. Didn't I it? thought you were saying that the second, the trade that happened today was the bigger news. I'm like, no, what are we? Wh- what? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I, I got what you're saying. Okay. The, H, the HBO max, the H- of a trade. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's great content. Good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Russell Wilson, who the Seahawks have spent all off season. And Pete Carroll himself is saying, we have no intention of trading it with him and no intention. Well, oh, it's the death issues. Uh, Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder are being sent to the Denver Broncos. Shout out George Payton uh, for quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive line Shelby Harris, two first rounders, two second rounders, and a fifth rounder. Holy oh. hell! That that that's quite a package. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a lot. And I mean, I think it's warranted though. You look oh, at these franchise quarterback trades especially ones, you know, of guys, if, if the Broncos get Rogers hypothetically, you know, in an alternate reality, it's not this high of a price tag because he's older. Yeah. And you look at Russell Wilson, he's got plenty of gas left in the tank. He's only 33. Yeah. And he hasn't really, like you look at it. I pull up his stats. Like, I mean, well, as long as he has all 10 fingers, he led the NFL, he led the NFL a couple of years ago and touchdown passes with 40. Yeah. So like, he is very capable. Obviously he's one of the guys that like, you don't have to worry about the quarterback position. Yeah. 
like at all. And which, he's going to set a Guinness World Record for highest football because he's going to be in yeah. mile his, high. His, and he's going to air the moon ball. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. He's going to he's going to touch God with it. Yeah, and Jerry Judy's just going to be way on the other end, hopefully. Um, <laughs> well, that's also what I thought was interesting is that the Broncos they give up Fant, yeah. which is a piece, but like pretty underwhelming, I'd say so yeah. far in his career. And they keep all three of their receivers yeah. they have under contract. So clearly, you know, they kind of had everything set up and they got uh, Javante and I think is uh, Melvin's a free agent. So he may or may not come back. I thought he, yeah, I think Melvin is a free it agent. So, it sounds like they want to bring him back, but it's not for sure. Yet. It look, I mean, it looks to be way, based on last year, like Javante is their guy. Yeah. And, uh, but so they have those pieces around and they didn't have to give up any of them no. to get Wilson just, you know, a buttload and of and like picks. Shelby Harris, like he's he's a fine defensive lineman, but like he's not, you know, Bradley Chubb or you know, obviously they have a lot of pieces on on defense. They still have Simmons, they still have obviously Sertain, who's the rookie first rounder last year. So like their defense is still intact. Like yeah. they're one defensive lineman down, but this is a very deep defensive line draft. So it's like they could easily replace that. And so yeah, and, and they now have a new offensive minded head coach yep. to kind of make that transition and get the offense clicking even more. And yeah. so I think the only thing in the Broncos way is a the other two of their teams, in their division. I still I, I'm not sure where I'm at with the Raiders. We'll see what Josh McDaniels can do. Yeah, but at least two of the other teams in their division are going to be real you know, contenders or at least problems for them. And then the AFC kind of the wider AFC is looking absolutely stacked. And yeah. so that's going to be interesting to see kind of where that goes because the NFC, that's part of what we're talking about with Rodgers, where it's like, you look around, you're like, who's here. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. The Buccaneers are kind of not really there at the moment with their quarterback situation. Now that Tom's Kyle gone. Asking it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the Cowboys are good. The Cardinals fall apart in the second half of the year. Like, I don't know. It's, it's no one. I mean, yeah. Like there, then there's a whole bunch of teams that are like, who knows what's going to happen? What the, the Vikings, NFC the Eagles, South, yeah. the NFC South is it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, you obviously have the Rams, the well, champs. Yeah. Um. So you have I the mean, Rams. The, the, the Danny Dimes, what like four year bump? We don't know. Now? We don't know if yeah. Trey Lance if he's going to be their starter. Oh, what he yeah. can do, you know, with a, having a full year and an off season with Kyle Shanahan, we'll see. Um, hot take, probably not much. <laughs> I think more than Jimmy Garoppolo, not a hot take, wow. very cold take. <laughs> no way. So, I mean, yeah, the, the Broncos, they get their quarterback. Yep. You know, it, the question is going to be, will the cost be too much? They gave up a lot of future. I mean, well, and the Seahawks get their tight end plus, yeah. plus some picks that like, who cares? But you know. yeah, they, they gave up two firsts and two seconds and a fifth, which Yes, a fifth can always be like, is it really that much? Well, like well, guy, it's a, I mean, it's a fifth to a fourth too. So that's yeah. kind of any of those day three picks. I kind of just, I think they come out in the wash a little bit because yeah. that's a matter of, are you good at hitting on those? Right. You know, you're you're one, two, and three round guys. Yeah. You're hopefully, you know, those guys are contributing. Right. Whereas, you know, your day three guys not so much. So, I mean, you have the chance to like we. I remember the Vikings took Stephon Diggs in the fifth. Like, you, there's always, yeah. it, it all depends on like whenever you get to it, like it's very rare. You see a guy in the sixth or seventh round turning into being something like legit special. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, fifth, there is some more wiggle room. It just depends on what you're looking for. Um, and, and like you said, the AFC West is the best division in football by a wide margin now. Yeah. I mean, top to bottom, the, the worst team, 
I think after all this is the Raiders and yeah. like, they're not a bad team. They were a playoff team last year. And I, you know, we'll see what happens with Derek Carr. Um, but if he's their quarterback, like they're going to be competitive in every game. Yeah. And the Raiders are one of those teams where I guess, I guess what I'm about to say isn't really true because they have gotten their doors blown off by division opponents every once in a while, like the chiefs, but yeah. for the most yeah, part, the Chiefs kind of just, always have a great offensive day. Yeah. But, but for the most part, the Raiders do put up fights and part of that might be, you know, the teams like the Broncos and the chargers aren't super consistent either. So that whole division is going to kind of be very hard to figure out next year. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited that Russell Wilson is in the AFC and I don't have to fucking worry about him as much. Yeah. And like, I think this is the first year that we don't play the Seahawks the next year, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> like we've played the Seahawks like eight straight years for the Broncos. Uh, yeah, why? Well, I, I honestly, no, I don't think we, no, it, I don't think we do. It would also be so weird as like a fan to like trade for a quarterback that beat you guys earlier in the Super Bowl. And I, I, wouldn't I, that be fucking weird? I saw that, and I think like they did. I saw someone say that that was the first time. I don't think it is, but like it can't be. Like, no. I saw someone say like this is the first time quarterback has gone to the team that he's beaten in the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't think that can be right. No, I don't think so. But it's still got to be where you're like, yeah, that's our guy. And then in the back of your mind, you're like, but you took this from me. I know. I don't know. <laughs> but, the Broncos did get another one, you know, right after that. So. They they did get a, a Super Bowl out of it. It's not like Russell Wilson took away their only shot at one. Yeah. Um, but the the thing the interesting thing about the Broncos, they still have, even taking on Russell Wilson's contract, they're still gonna have about 30 million in cap space. Yeah. So like they uh, they can definitely make some moves still. And so like they're not they're not done. And the Broncos everyone's always talked about, especially with the Rodgers stuff about how their roster is so good and so young and talented. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're going to find out how, how good they are. I, it, it won't be because I can't see the reason them faltering would be because of Russell Wilson, because they're going from drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater who very much have their limitations. So no. I don't know. I, I'm going to be interested to see how they do that. AFC West is going to be just, absurd yeah um uh, before we go there's one piece of news i think we kind of talked about what we're going to cover uh there's kind of a rumor that we didn't have on there that like the cowboys are going to move on from amari cooper yeah which is interesting yeah so that actually that came out last week or, yeah that, end of last week I and it, it still hasn't been acted upon yeah at at the time of recording but it seems like his cap hit is pretty pretty sizable. Well, because they're 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 coming with an extension with Michael Gallup. Yeah, they're like in contract talks with him, and they really like. Which is him. weird because he like just tore his ACL, like yeah. ten seconds ago. Yeah, like they really like him though, and like I I get why is they're it, trying. Is to it because like his name is a horse thing, and their their <laughs> name is a horse thing? I mean, they have C.D. Lamb though, so I don't know. That lamb is like a an animal. That's a, that's a farm. It has animal. four legs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dakota, there are farms in Dakota. I don't know. I'm really trying to good old Dakota. Zeke, I mean, that's that's uh, a good Christian he name. It's a lot. He likes to eat all those animals. I don't know, man. That's it's just too much. Um, don't get me started on Leighton Vander Esch. He's a farm filled with Ewoks. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with Amari Cooper. I uh, I can see them walking though, because I think that it's not even so much like a lack of faith in Cooper as it is like CD lamb is our guy. He reunites back with uh, the Raiders and goes back to where he started. I don't think so. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I guess it's not really 
the you know, it's not the same coach or anything like that, but I still, I don't see that happening, but he would be kind of the big name for wide receivers. Yeah. Now that Devonte got franchise tag, Devonte's getting franchise Godwin. They've been talking about franchise tagging him. Yeah. People just don't care about the ACLs anymore, man. It's no. crazy. Um, on the flip side, uh, before we go off of the Russell Wilson, on the flip side, we have to talk about Seattle a little oh, yeah. bit. I mean, where do they go? Like, I don't know. They go, they go down initially. Because, well, like, they they basically become the Denver Broncos, what we've seen the last couple of years. Like, we, uh, you know, they're going to be in quarterback purgatory. Don't know what they do. I mean, they have a 70-year-old Pete Carroll as their head coach. Like, is he sticking around for a rebuild? That's what I don't get. It where seems it's like, like it, but like, how long? How long yeah. is he going to stay there? He's like, 70. Like, they were, they were, t- there was rumors at the at kind of the very beginning of the offseason about, you know, okay, is Pete Carroll done? Are they going to fire Pete Carroll, move on, kind of reset the franchise that way? And it seemed like then the answer was no. Right. And they also said they weren't trading Russell Wilson, which prompted another one of my hot takes, which that episode is going to be. I probably actually this one will age pretty well. Yeah. Where I said the Seahawks are going to suck because they're not changing anything. Well, they're changing stuff, but they're not really making it better. Um, <laughs> and it's like, why don't you just get rid of Pete Carroll now too? Rip the Band-Aid all the way off and fucking start over because yeah. I don't know why you keep him around when he wasn't good with a talented team, and you try you expect him to make something out of a less talented team. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It gets hard because like he's been extremely successful, obviously, in what's been a very tough division. But like, yes, yeah. he's had Russell Wilson, and this is going to be a big. What happens now? I mean, I think personally, they should be looking at drafting a quarterback to develop, whether that's this year's draft. No, they got or next, they got Drew Luck or next year's draft. I think they probably run they, it with what they have. They should trade for Jordan Love. <laughs> I heard that guy's awesome. I mean, Drew Locke, talk has, about Drew Locke has more experience than him. Might as well just go with him. Yeah, but you know, you've seen enough Drew Locke to know. Oh, the we've jury, seen enough the jury's Jordan Love. still out on Jordan we Love. We've seen Could enough be anything Jordan. behind this You're door. Get Could a be ba- a boat. Yeah, Packers are going to get a bag of chips for him. <laughs> like, hey, I heard the Packers. I, the the rumor mill says that the Packers could get up to like a second round pick for Jordan. That's Lewis, which I would what consider team, what highway is robbery. Put me at him. And then I say, Vikings go attack that man. See, I feel like it might've been like Dan Snyder. And so like, now oh, that ship is sailed. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, so like, I, I think what they need to do is if they want to roll with what they currently have or a bad vet, then sure. And hopefully grab a guy like Bryce young or a next year's quarterback class, which looks to be better than this year's. Or if you want to take a gamble on someone like Malik Willis, maybe sure, who has a high ceiling. But I think they need to like refocus on building up their defense and on the run game, like you know, with like how they had with Marshawn Lynch. I mean, Rashad Penny looked really good at the end of last year. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I, I just like pulled 3, up three thousand rushing from yards. week thirteen through week seventeen. He had he went sixteen for one thirty seven and two touchdowns. Then he had eleven for thirty nine, so not great there. Um, that was against the Rams team, though. And then 17 for 135 and a touchdown, 25 for 170 and two touchdowns, 23 for 190 and a touchdown. I mean, they started just, let's it, feed him. If you look at the trajectory, if they would have kept playing, he would have broken 200 yards the very next week. Yeah. I mean, like, I that's mean, just math. He's, I, I don't know. Like, he, you have something with him. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the route they go with, especially with obviously the massive void at quarterback now. Um, don't know what happens with Lockett or DK. 
because DK yeah, is coming they, up on a contract extension. And there's been talks of them trying to kind of put Lockett on the, the trading block there. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right. The big news today. Uh, I I am flabbergasted by this. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Shout out, boss man. I'm sure he's very happy. I'm sure Colts we'll, fans everywhere. We'll see who they get to replace. Are very Well, does it matter? Yeah, I guess. Not. Does it actually so, matter? The Colts, they traded Carson Wentz and a second round draft pick to the Washington Commanders for, for a for nothing for a <laughs> 2022 second rounder, 2022 third rounder, 2023 third rounder that could become a second rounder if Wentz plays 70% of plays. And the Commanders are also fully taking on his $28 million contract <laughs> this year, cap it. Holy hell. This is like the, Chris Ballard. Just, yeah. This, this is like the NFL real life trade equivalent of like in semi pro when they trade a guy for a washing yeah, machine. Like, like <laughs> I, I, what are they doing? I don't understand what the commanders are doing. The commanders for some reason hate Taylor Heineke. I, I don't know why like, they hate is him. Is Carson so Wentz really that much better than no, Heineke? No. I would emphatic, argue. No. I would argue he's like a little bit worse. I think he's a little bit better. Like, But still, it, he's not a big difference. Everyone, like, it's, I saw, I think it would have been um, Warren Sharp that tweeted today where he said, like, Carson Wentz, like the the Colts, well, we can fix him. Yeah. And then they, like, trade him the washington commanders we can fix him and then it's and, just no like, and let just, me yeah let me tell you oh. commanders fans out there i'm sure you guys already know this but if the colts already tried and failed to fix carson wentz and the team that they have the defense that they have the running game that they have the Frank offensive Reich, line that they have the, the coach that they his have his offensive coordinator that unlocked him to being an mvp yes, front runner the all-around organization <laughs> tried their absolute best with this guy and it didn't work you guys are not going to have more success than that. Can't, man. The like, commanders are not the organization that should be out here trying to rehabilitate quarterbacks. And, and I'm sorry, Carson Wentz, would you call him a healthy guy? No. What what field is he playing at half the year in Washington? Oh no. That's that's FedEx field, oh, folks. Oh no. Where all of the injuries the like have happened. Where a guy that has knee injury what, history. What day of the year was like the the Theisman and then the, the, the Alex, Alex Smith? It was in like November, I think, or October. One of those. We gotta we gotta set a reminder on that day because Arts oh. and Wentz is gonna explode. Yeah, if they have a home game around that day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh when the schedule comes out, that's gonna be the first thing we check. Um just Google right I don't now. understand what they do, what they're doing. And okay, November 18th, we're gonna did you just keep going? November I'm, 18th. I'm going. Okay, so obviously for Indy, this is phenomenal. This yes. is best case scenario. Great for Indy. They can still trade because they have Sam Ellinger as their next starter on their current team. I don't think Sam Ellinger is gonna be their week one starter. Probably not. Um, so they can Jimmy still G, they can still trade for yeah. another vet. Jimmy G's been thrown in there. And other guys that necessarily haven't been like shopped by their team or a lot of rumors is Kirk, Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold. I mean, those are other vets that are possibly could see on the move. If Kirk goes to the Colts, I mean, what a move for the 10K brand and for the bit. Oh, man. I, my God. <laughs> it it, it stays, in, stays in house with yeah. the 10K. Um, <laughs> stays in 10K house. So also, I, I have a I have a update. Yeah. Uh, so. The injury to Theismann happened on November 18th. 
Uh, that is a Friday this year. So unless we're getting a new day of football, okay. Roger. All right. Well, we um, could. It could be that week. I think if, if something happens on that week, I'm I'm allowing it. Okay. So so that would be like the twentieth. Yeah. So November twentieth. You said the eighteenth was the date. The eighteenth yes, is a Friday. The 20th. Yeah. So okay. unless 20th. what if they play in prime time? They're playing on Thursday. That's really damn close. What if they do like a midnight game? <laughs> <laughs> um so roger i was like i want someone to get fucking hurt <laughs> i know the storylines <laughs> um so uh, obviously great for indy they could either trade for another vet kirk jimmy or sam darnold yeah or they can sign a guy like Jameis. um or if, if they or, or they go... can have ellinger try it and yeah. like maybe I, win the afc south yeah it's like well, who knows that's the thing like, like they they can draft a quarterback and develop one yeah. Um. And and see what you get. You can get a guy that's maybe pro, like more pro ready, like Kenny Pickett, even though he has really tiny baby hands. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Holy, yeah, he's got shit. tiny baby hands. His hands are small. Yeah. Um. But they they have a lot of cap flexibility now that Wentz is gone. I mean, they have about seventy million uh, now in cap space, which is the most in the NFL. So they yeah, can take they works. can take on a contract. Yeah of they they literally the while the packers are like negative 70 they're just they're like plus 70 so yeah. hey guys what's going uh, on down there we'd like some more players <laughs> um so like they can go after big names or they can take on you know any quarterback contract out there basically um i i think what they should do or they probably will lean to do is focus on defense that's already solid there yeah and the run game which jonathan taylor it was the best running back in football last year yes derrick henry was out for most of the year but still jonathan taylor yeah led the nfl in rushing so they could go like with this uh, seattle route and they were to immediately contend for that division the afc well, it, south it, is bad yeah it's a phenomenal landing spot for whoever goes there i think if a guy like jimmy g went there he would have a good season like yeah. it's 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 a good spot and i think from the commander's perspective uh, I mean, when I read that they they asked the Chiefs how much it would cost to get Patrick Mahomes like two weeks ago, yeah, I had a feeling it, there's like uh, it's that meme where it's uh, it's from The Simpsons and they're looking at Homer and he's like staring at like the control console and they're like, "Get ready, he's gonna do something stupid." Yeah, <laughs> like I, had, I I knew as soon as I heard that, I'm like, "Oh, they are they're big desperate." Well, it's literally they're asking it, everybody. Then they asked what Russell like Russell Wilson like about him. Yeah. And then they sit all on Carson Wentz. Like it's literally that that horse picture that like starts yeah. off really great yep. and intricate and it kind of deteriorates and then it's just like a stick figure at the very end. Like yeah, that's but, literally yeah. the meme. But it's also a testament to the the commanders where they're like, Would you guys give us Russell Will or would you guys give us uh, Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> and then the Chiefs were like, What? Who? What, no. what, what, what are you talking <laughs> about? Would we, they're like that guy in your fantasy football league. It's like, will you give me Christian McCaffrey for I, I, who's uh LaVisca Chenault, you know, like it's just, it doesn't work. And so we had a feeling and, and now we know, and commanders fans, we're not telling you anything. You don't know that uh, you're not going to be very good this year. Yeah. I, it's going to be a long year. And I, I don't know, man, that's, it's so weird. I good, good on Colts fans for getting, being free of Carson Wentz. Like I hand up, yeah. like, I thought he would be better than he was, but his turnovers weren't fixed. I mean, according to our Twitter, he was elite. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, no I mean, I, I, I if Frank Reich couldn't fix Carson Wentz, no one can like, I, that just is what it is. He, his ACL injury literally broke him, I guess. He just became addicted to turning over the ball and his weird. Yeah. Mechanics. I mean, I, I've seen some, some kind of some pretty in-depth breakdowns of him and 
there's there's a lot going on. There's like you know his mental ability to go through his reads and stuff like that. It's all gone, and it it's not coming back. I don't think because it's been that way for several years. Yeah. Um. All right. Some last bit news before we uh, sign off here. There were a lot of franchise tags that went out. Um. As we mentioned, Packers franchise tag Devonte Adams, which is going to be about twenty million dollars. Yep. Uh. Bucks looking to franchise Chris Godwin, which is not a shock. They have been working on a long-term deal. Couldn't get anything done. So he'll be coming in about $19.1 million. Bengals franchise tagging safety Jesse Bates for $12.9 million. Chiefs franchise tagging ta- uh, tackle Orlando Bloom, $16.6 million. Jags franchise tagging again uh, Cam Robinson, their tackle, for $16.6 million. Then a couple tight or a couple or three tight end franchise tags, which Ooh. is kind of Big for the position. Tight end uh, you coming in clutch. D- Dolphins tight end. Mike Gesicki got franchise tagged. He'll, uh, and Colts tight end. Dalton Schultz got franchise tagged. And Browns tight end. David Njoku got franchise tagged. All for $10.9 million. Um, That's weird, but it's also... Two a, of them make sense, two, I think, to me. Two of them make sense. I don't get I don't Njoku. get Njoku. Yeah, no, that was seemed weird. Because they still have Austin Hooper, who they're paying like more than that. Yeah. And they said they're going to try to keep him. So I'm like, you're going to be giving over like 22 million. What are you doing? 22 million to the tight end position. Like I don't for two tight ends. But the best part about franchise tagging a tight end is that that's only comes out to $10 million. Yeah. Which is funny that you're like, okay, we're, we're putting it on a table. We're franchise tagging you. Here's a moderate amount of money. But like for a tight end, like (laughs) I feel like. I mean, it's a lot for a tight end. Well, because the average receiver, like you look at receivers. Yeah they're like 16 to 18 million or so. And like, you have some yeah. guys like Deandre Hawkins resetting the market, but a lot of that like tight end is yeah, super under, un, like undervalued because there's basically two or three guys that actually deserve more money than that. Yeah. So I get Mike, Mike is a steal because he rarely lines up as like a pure tight end. He's all over the place. They put him out wide. They put him in the slot. Um, they put him in the backfield before. Yeah, he's in the same vein as like a Kyle Pitts yeah. and a lot of these guys. He now gives you more are... than a tight end traditionally does, and he only costs a tight end deal. So that makes sense. Dalton Schultz, I think, also makes sense just because of his rapport that he has yeah. with Dakota. And so I don't know. We've called him Dakota twice in this yeah, episode. I, I like calling him Dakota. <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> I didn't even know that was like his actual name until like a year ago. Oh, you did uh with Hard Knocks? I thought his name was just Dak. Yeah, no, no, like pa- the guy in Star Wars. Paige and I will always just be like Dakota. <laughs> like was like, oh, there's Dakota. Like we had a, a loaf of bread, it was Dakota style. And every time I see it, I like sure. I'm like, look, look, look. She's like, oh, Dakota. <laughs> it's just I don't know why we like it, but it's great. So it's, it's a fun, it's, it's a name that nobody else in the NFL has. Yeah. Give him that. Well, favorite color is well, gray. He's well, a weird there, there's guy. another Dakota in the NFL. That's still in the NFL. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your favorite Viking. My God. How could I fuck that one up? Oh, I'm I don't sorry. Know. Dozier. Yeah, that's so bad. Please accept my um, sincerest apologies. The, the other big prince, other big move receiver, Mike Williams. Oh yeah. Resigns with the chargers for a three year, $60 million deal with 40 million guaranteed. This, uh, I mean, they had money yeah. to spend, but this didn't I, like, he had a great start of the year last year that he's, he's a weird case because he explodes every once in a while. Yeah. Like if you play fantasy football, you know, Mike Williams as a highly inconsistent but high ceiling play. Yeah. And he's never not been that he's been consistently inconsistent. Yeah. And I guess 
if you think it's worth it, they know him better than anybody else. And he definitely would have gotten picked up somewhere else. I mean, he probably would have been after Amari Cooper, one of the most sought after guys that is allowed to hit them. I get it, but it seems, it seems rich. I don't know. Yeah. He's a guy that's, you know, he's been in the league now for how old is Keenan for five years. Uh, Keenan Allen, is... no, Keenan Thompson. I'm just curious. <laughs> Keenan Thompson. Uh, <laughs> He's still still rocking with SNL. He's the, the longest tenured cast member. Yeah, that's that's shocking to me. Um uh Keenan Allen is 29 years old. Uh as opposed to Mike Williams, okay. who is Keenan Thompson's 43. Wow, he's oh. 43. Yeah, Jesus dude. He's been on like Christ. SNL for like 15, 20 years. I guess years. that's true. Um anyway. So uh Mike Williams is only two years older than Keenan Allen. Uh he's he's only started 45 games in his five seasons there. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. He has some some injury issues. You know, he he did he has played. That's the thing, though. He has played in fifteen games the last three years. So he he plays them. He doesn't always start them. Um, his start numbers. He started fifteen games in twenty nineteen. Started eleven games in twenty twenty. Started thirteen games in twenty twenty one. So, but he mm-hmm. he usually he hasn't put in full seasons. But the, the thing is, he has he's a boomer bust guy. He'll have a week where he gives you. 30 yards on like two catches or he'll give you like eight catches or seven catches for like almost 200. Like it's like a weird, you know, it's, it's a weird position for a GM because like, yes, you could argue that he deserves that money, but at the same time, like you're banking on more of the hits than the misses. Yeah. Well, and I think you're also kind of looking at it holistically, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, you have a young talented quarterback, you know, a future franchise guy, you yeah. know, elite type of player. You want to keep him surrounded with weapons. Yeah. And they got everybody else coming back next year. And again, in the AFC West. Yeah, like in the have, AFC West. You need to be as good as possible. Yeah, you need to be high-powered. And there's a big difference between having, you know, a clear number one and kind of a middling number two. Trust mm-hmm. me, I know. And having, you know, a guy like Mike Williams out there that can have those boom days. So, right. I don't know. The more I talk myself into it, I kind of see it, but it did surprise me a little bit. Just the number. Yeah. I, I mean, anytime you see, like, I, I didn't expect him to get, you know, 20 million on average, which we'll see what the cap breakdown is when it comes more available. Isn't, isn't the cap like doubling next year or something like that? Like, isn't it going up like a crazy? Well, amount? it did go up. I mean, it, it, no, it's, it went up this year, but I'm talking like next year, the TV. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Through. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause 2023 is a big TV like yeah. new TV deal. So we'll see what that number is. Usually you see a big increase. Um, Cap's going to pop off. Yeah. Uh, other news, Harold Landry got a contract. He's a pass rusher outside linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. Very. Oh, you should have had me guess who he plays for. Cause I'd never uh, heard of this guy before. Yeah. So he, <laughs> you know, he had 12 sacks last year. Um, kind of an unknown guy. It looked like they were trying to like franchise him and then that didn't happen. And then they ended up, you know, announcing that they extended him to a five year, $87.5 million extension with 52 and a half guaranteed. Um, that's, I feel like that's it, a big deal. Yeah. I, and I, I know like I was seeing that when I had a uh, Schefter who I can't remember who broke it, but they tweeted, everyone's like, who? And like, he, he's a good player, but, I'm like that seems a little rich for my well, it's, blood. It's I don't his know. Name is the problem. Yeah, Harold. Harold, no. Harold Landry. You got to be like Harry or something. Yeah. Harry Landry. I can. I can. I know who that is. Yeah. Harold. Harold. The it's, name of the king from Shrek Two. No. 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 It's tough. 
Um, oh, it looks like Jonathan Feliciano, who is a Bills offensive lineman. Very Italian. Yeah, he tweeted just four minutes ago, it's been great buff. So he's so he, looks to be leaving. He's going to the and Giants he, too. I'm he assuming. also retweeted, I don't know if he may because he knows, a Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars tweeting out, we've extended linebacker Tyrell Adams. I don't know if he went to college with him. He might. I don't know. I'm uh, now speculating on this guy's Twitter. So position coaches from the Bills going somewhere. No, else, he right? you know, he is a player. Like oh, he's a Bills player. offensive lineman. Oh, oh. <laughs> Bills offensive lineman. Coach, yeah, he's one of their starters. Uh, I think he's one of their guards. Um, so he just tweeted out, it's been it's been real. Is Josh but, Allen a toxic presence in the locker room? <laughs> maybe. People know. are asking. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I got for, for my, for the, all the news so far. Um, obviously free agency hasn't started yet, so we'll, yeah, and, we'll and find keep out. Keep peeled out there on Thursday because the second we hit end recording today, yeah. something else is going to happen. Yeah. So and I, whatever and, that is. And obviously like, if there's like some crazy breaking news, like uh, we've seen a lot of like, I, I don't know where it is. Like, I'm going to go on a little soapbox here. Oh boy. Um, this is to the. He actually sat up. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah. he got taller. <laughs> this is to the, and I quote: Vikings fans that for some reason they have decided to think Kirk Cousins is bottom of the barrel. Oh, he's terrible. Okay, yeah, it's this so box. Because as soon as all of these news, we cannot go a single day on Vikings Twitter mm. without any news that happens league wide that they can't be like. So this is about Kirk Cousins. Like, let me just let me now how this relates to Kirk. And it's like, just get the fuck over it. Like, he will be our quarterback. And this might be a death sentence that I'm saying, but at this moment, he is our quarterback for 2022 and probably beyond because we're leaning towards an extension, most likely. Maybe, maybe just maybe all these GMs and coaches that have inter inter you know, have been introduced or worked with Kirk or whatever coached Kirk. I have nothing but great things to say about the guy. Maybe, just maybe, he's like a good quarterback. Like, let's let's chill out, armchair quarterback coaches. Like, everyone, just hang on a second. And I understand that your your Midwest blood is like, whoa, that's a lot of dollar signs, and they like flip out. It's like, do you want to go back to Brett Bollinger and Gus Farrat? I sure as hell don't. I love the people that just get mad that football players get paid. So I know. Much. And I'm like, well, but that's not really the point. Is like, it? like, like Adam, Adam Patrick, well, <laughs> I'm sad that I share his name. He tweeted out like Kirk cousins has made more money in four years than, than Adrian Peterson made all of his career at the Vikings. Like that. no shit. They're in completely different times where the cap is always moving and completely different positions. This year like, at my job, what? I made more than Abraham Lincoln did yeah, as president of the United like, States. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> it's just people like I'm mad because I want to be mad. I don't, it, it's driving me up a wall. Well, here's what we got to do. We got to have Kirk on the program. <laughs> Rogers has McAfee. Kirk has third. Yeah. He's welcome on any time. Yeah. I mean, he follows 10K on Twitter. So there's mm -hmm. a good to fair chance that he listens to every single episode. Yeah. And he's just been waiting for an invitation because he's a polite guy. Yeah. And so, Kirk, if you're out there, come set the record straight. Yeah, We'd be I happy just, to like, have you. I, I will always support whoever lines up under center for the Vikings. I, I Whoever our quarterback is, I'm and always going to support Unless it's Deshaun them. Watson. No, well, yeah. that, okay. that There will be a lot of hoops to jump through for that one. Like, Oh, like, but you would do it. If it was like full on 
exonerated everything comes the day out day after international women's day <laughs> how uh, could you well hey you're my quarterback didn't have to make it about himself on international women's day well i mean wow wow yeah, monopoly wow. on news <laughs> Just the way the days work. He just couldn't stop it's, with his uh, toes. It's a franchise tag. And, and deadline. Like I got my toe here, my COVID. But anything, toe. I bet. I bet there were women out there that enjoyed the toe. Mm, probably not. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's men out there that can get confused because of his long hair. It's <laughs> like, oh, look at that toe. It's like, oh no, it's a yeah, man. That that's why I want Rogers to cut cut his hair because it, it makes so, me confused. You're confused. Yeah, inside. I'm like, that's a woman. <laughs> It's a very, very large, the beard, oddly looking woman. <laughs> no, so I, all I have to say about this is just you don't have to make it just because Kirk Cousins is our quarterback doesn't mean you have to have to hate the guy because you said that once you weren't happy about the move. Like, get over it. No one gives a shit. And if you say, like, because we defend Kirk, oh, where Kirk stands, he could do no wrong. That's a bullshit lie like i've been critical of kirk cousins many times it's just his van is dumb <laughs> sorry kirk hey, i know you're listening hey, r.i.p but... to the van the van got totaled oh, last that's year that's right that's yeah. in taste. i'm sorry yeah dude come on too Shit. soon i have like at the six month mark the van the van is good yeah the van jesus. was good. <laughs> uh, jesus man so I'll, i don't know i it just drives me crazy how we can't go a single day in offseason twitter on the Vikings tour without talking about Kirk cousins when nothing has to do with him at all. And who knows, he might be traded, but he probably won't be. So just, you know, deal with it. I'm looking forward to my off season news being, you know, somewhat over and just watching you guys fight each other. Cause that's always good. Dude, that happens every, that happens every off season. Like, yeah. But like last, happens. last off-season season, I was Twitter's terrible. Yeah. But last season I was preoccupied with my own shit. Yeah. And now I, I can just get my popcorn. Fair enough. All right. I think that's going to do it. I'm stepping off the soapbox. Every week we say we're into a shorter episode. We're at 56 minutes. We had a lot of news. Yeah, there's a lot we of had news. a lot of news. I mean, I'm not this upset. Is, this is rare for the NFL. Typically, we have to sit here in the offseason like, well, some things happened. Like, I did a mock draft. There are 12 trades in the first round. Here's what happened. Yeah, like I somehow ended up with every single pick in next year's draft in the first round. I love like seeing convoluted mocks like that where I'm like, Jesus guys, like what world do you think this I could love happen? seeing mocks that like, and I know all, almost all of them do, but like the go past like the third round. And I'm like that you, you got, you got no, idea. I usually go through the fifth. I oh. usually go through the fifth and like at least through the fourth. I don't know. It just depends on the years and the draft class. But um, yeah, we even talk about the combine, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll obviously have a specific guys ran fast. Stuff. Didn't count. Whatever. Yeah. Um, except for Jordan Davis, who is a some, freak some of, of them human, counted, but like freak. some of them didn't new guy <laughs> with the stopwatch. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. That's going to do it. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of third and forever presented by 10,000 takes go to their website at 10 K takes Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10 K takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever. 10 K we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips, memes, reactions, other NFL content um, all all year round. We're going to be trying to stay active as much as we can through the offseason. As long as the NFL likes to give us content, we will be tweeting about it. Uh, you can also find links to Kevin and I on there as well or find our profiles. We're a little more active, more biased, more emotional, whatever you may call it. Um, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz. Joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Holm. Kevin, final words. Trade Jordan Love. Love.